1: The number one spirituality podcast on iTunes. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm the UK's leading law of attraction expert, award-winning life coach, two times best-selling author, manifestation YouTuber, speaker, and badass spiritual queen. I'm here to help you awaken and turn your dream life into an abundant reality and help you create your positively wealthy life full of happiness, abundance, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey gorgeous souls, and welcome back to another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. I am so, so excited for you all to be here today. And I am really, really looking forward to diving into this topic because it is spreading like wildfire at the moment on TikTok and all over like social media, Instagram, everywhere. So I thought, you know what? This is great, especially with an article that came out last week that I was part of. I thought that this would be a great time to talk about lucky girl syndrome. Does it exist? Is it real? What is it? And can it actually be harmful? Um, I think it's a great conversation to have as we dive deeper into the law of attraction. And I'd love to hear your thoughts too. Let me know on Instagram at I am Emma Mumford, whether you think lucky girl syndrome is good. Do you think that it is positive that it's, you know, gone as viral as it has? Do you think it's bypassing the law of attraction at all? And yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts, but I want to dive into it with you today. So I've heard about lucky girl syndrome over, gosh, I wanna say it must be like nearly two months now, month and a half, two months. Um, I kept seeing videos pop up on my For You page on TikTok, um, you know, with like lucky girl syndrome, say the mantra, lucky girl syndrome affirmations, like, and it's, it's great that these things are being more put in the forefront and people are discovering things like manifestation and law of attraction, because that is a huge, huge positive. So, in January, a journalist from the i-newspaper, which is a national tabloid here in the UK, got in touch with me and said that she was doing an article on the dark side of manifesting. And obviously with lucky girl syndrome, you know, really taking off, um, she wanted to explore as a believer of manifestation herself, you know, is there a dark side to manifesting? And I I was a bit cautious because I was like, hmm, having worked with many, many tabloids and press over the years of my couponing business, um, Um, You know, just to give you a bit of context, 10 years ago when I was starting my couponing and money-saving business and the press were going wild for it, like wanted to feature me, feature my shops, feature how much I was saving and helping people, they would always put a negative spin on it. And my parents would always be the ones to like, be like, oh, it's such a good article until they said that or until they did that. And it just really made me frustrated that something is positive and it wasn't just me it was happening to, it was happening to other people in the money-saving sphere as well, but it was just frustrating that something so positive as helping people to get out of debt and, you know, help them save money, help them make more money, what could be possibly deemed as like chavvy or a bit scummy or a bit cheap, you know, and I mean, I've never been like that at all. And I think it's so disrespectful to even, you know, try to brand people as that, but that's the UK for you. When money saving and couponing was still very taboo 10 years ago when I like, you know, created my business and really, you know, grew my platforms and started getting on TV, etc., It was very like that, that couponing was very like chavvy, scummy, cheap, you know, it's very taboo still. People didn't wanna talk about money saving now, 10 years on. Everybody talks about money saving. Couponing is so accepted and people of all incomes, all backgrounds, totally love money saving and couponing, right? So even at that point, the tabloids, the newspaper, the press were trying to make something so positive like this horrible, scary thing. And lo and behold, you know, the article that came out was also doing that. Now, I fully know that tabloids, they need a good clickbait title. Like they're gonna wanna draw the masses in by like dark side, you know, they're not gonna be like the amazing benefits to manifesting because people you know are skeptics still heavily a lot of the time it is a mainstream tabloid newspaper <laughs> like if we look at things like that and you know even over the last 7 years i look at how manifestation like the last 7 years of my career as a manifestation coach i look at like how much more manifestation is so accepted like 7 years ago there's no way that that article would have been in a mainstream tabloid newspaper like one of their head articles for the day There is no way I would have been asked by L'Oreal to go and do two days of multiple manifestation workshops for their new product launch. And I was saying that to them and we were joking about it, how I was like, you know, seven years ago, like everybody would have thought it was still very woo-woo, very spiritual. Whereas now, because of how popular since 2021, the trend of manifesting is, it's so much more accepted, which is such huge progress for all of us. So although that article was highlighting, you know, the lucky girl syndrome, some of the bypassing aspects of manifesting and law of attraction, which are important to highlight, which I'm gonna get into, Um, I still think it's incredibly positive that these conversations are being had publicly, are being had nationally, are being had in these you know big, big spaces. Because if that means that more people find out about the law of attraction and start trying it and want to improve their life, like that is a huge, huge positive. It's a huge win for manifesting as a whole. So with the law of attraction and manifesting, like continuing to grow, continuing to like, you know, take off, which is so amazing to see as someone who has been in this sphere for seven, eight years now. um, You know, seeing it be this prolific is so, so great, especially in the UK where everything has always, taboo here for some reason and people don't want to talk about things in the UK so it's great that these conversations and press articles and stuff and being invited to huge huge corporate events for like L'Oreal and stuff like that's so so exciting and so great to see that the power of manifestation is you know is spreading is you know and I don't want to say that in like a cult way of like the message is spreading like I don't mean it like that you know just in the sense of like it doesn't matter if someone picks up a book or they read about the law of attraction or listen to this podcast or anything like if that leads them to changing one thing in their life where that makes them happier even if they're not manifesting then that is a huge 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 positive like we know the benefits of manifesting if you're a long-time listener or a regular manifester here on this podcast but It was really interesting to see how that article came together and it was brilliant because although it had the dramatic headline, (laughs) the article was actually really positive. And we all, there was a few different um, takes from there from like everyday people. They actually interviewed a couple of people from my um, Manifesting Challenge group this year. So there was obviously like my input, a couple of my followers' inputs. and also some other authors and a psychologist as well so it was great to read everybody's thoughts on that because we all echoed the same thing you can't bypass stuff you have to do the inner work feeling is healing and your emotions are important and i was so glad to see that because again the deeper conversations of manifesting that have not been had in old teachings that have not been had you know in depth in old school books old school teachings um and I think, the, and I, what I said to the journalist as well, the problem with TikTok is because everybody's attention span is like 0.01 seconds now, you only have like seven to 12 seconds to really get a message across. And I was like, does that give you the whole depth of manifesting? Does that give you the whole impact of everything? no of course not because you can't learn the whole essence of manifesting in a 30 second clip in a 15 second clip but you can take lots of great snippets of information away so lucky girl syndrome for those who are like i'm not on TikTok, <laughs> i feel like a dinosaur emma what is lucky girl syndrome well let me enlighten you <laughs> lucky girl syndrome is something that started on TikTok and creators specifically this one woman i can't remember her name because everything's been stitched and shared millions of times since. Um, There was basically a girl who was talking about how she is the luckiest girl in the world and that she... Um, has always told herself that, that she truly believes that and that everything always works out for her because she has lucky girl syndrome. And she was basically teaching people like this is how you can do it too. So then other people started sharing their lucky girl syndrome stories and how they've also been like, I always expect good things to happen. I've always seen myself as lucky. I've always like just, you know, had that lucky girl syndrome and everything always works out for me. And again, like such, you know, such great videos to watch, such great manifestation stories, but, and I'm gonna say it, it was all white creators. And I'm just gonna say it because of what I'm gonna share later on. And for the people who then watch those videos and think, oh, well, that's not me, that's not for me then. So I wanna get to the privileged side of stuff later on as I do in Hurt, Healing, Heal, my book. But, um, you know, that aside, Talking about lucky girl syndrome is great because it is manifestation. What they're teaching is essentially like expecting good things to happen to you, repeating affirmations and, you know, knowing that everything is always working out for you, which we know is a fantastic law of attraction affirmation by Abraham Hicks. So everything leads back to law of attraction and manifesting with the lucky girl syndrome. And it's been great to see it go as huge as it has and it's sparked tons of interest with manifesting. In January, like I said, I had the I newspaper article, I also was interviewed, I think it was like on eight BBC radio um, channels here in the UK, big radio stations, all on manifesting, what is it? So for me, I'm like, this is incredible. Like not from a perspective of like, I'm getting press, like, Not like that at all. It is from a perspective of, wow, like I am on a BBC national radio talking about manifesting. Um, And ironically, my boyfriend's dad listened to it as well. He was like, I swear I've just had Emma on the radio. It was really funny. And you know, to even like be able to pick up the paper and see that article in there is huge, huge. So it's not about like that side of stuff. What I'm trying to explain is seeing those things in national radios, national papers, Best selling books of everybody who's releasing manifestation books is like wow, like oh my gosh. And I even remember when I pitched, was it positively wealthy back in 2019? Um most publishers were like, There's too many law of attraction books out there. No, there's too like law of attraction's not a trend anymore. There's too many out there. No. Little did they know it was gonna have a big old comeback in 2021, um, when you know positively wealthy was out. Um, and now hurt healing healed so it's funny how the universe knew the universe knew those books needed to come out right so even like I was told that story of like no like you know manifestings had its limelight it had its limelight years ago and it's like oh no tiktok move over (laughs) like tiktok is bringing in manifesting 2.0 so What are the pros of lucky girl syndrome? Let's talk about that first. So the pros are, it's highlighting manifesting, it's manifestation, it's having that expectation. And um, obviously this falls a lot into the law of assumption as well, um, which is a big, big teaching, which I don't tend to really subscribe to if I'm honest, like some of it I resonate with, but, for me i sit more in the law of attraction side of stuff um i just feel it resonates more with me so i'm not an expert on the law of assumption and it's not something i actively preach or teach or use so just sharing that for anybody who does know lots about the law of assumption when i'm sharing this so it kind of falls into the law of assumption category of assuming like being like instead of being like i want to believe this can happen you just know so it's that belief it's that mindset it's that you know, the the beliefs and mindset that we have within ourselves that believes good things happen to us, right? So those are the positives to it, that it's the law of assumption, law of attraction. It's all about manifesting. And, you know, I have been using those affirmations and I definitely do think they work. And it's really fun to try new things and be like, ah, this is like an interesting take on manifesting. Like, let's try this. Let's see how it works. And it's clearly working for a lot of people who are trying it on TikTok as well. Where I feel... Well, first of all, do I believe that lucky girl syndrome exists? I do, but I think there's a lot of buts with that. (laughs) Like I feel like my buts are coming of I do believe lucky girl syndrome exists. I do believe it's possible, but, (laughs) but, but, but. Um, There's gonna be a few buts with this. So. What happens if you are not in a stage or haven't had a life where everything's worked out for you? What if you've had a life of hardship? What if you have a chronic health um, condition? What if you've experienced huge loss when you were young or trauma or anything traumatic? What happens if you can't sit there and say, I'm the luckiest girl in the world and truly wholeheartedly embody that, right? And that's where this lack of context is the problem because people will be watching that and thinking i'm the luckiest girl in the world and think um am i like well that's was that a lucky thing like i i, I don't have everything i want right now maybe you're in a really difficult situation in your life and that feels like the furthest away believable statement ever right so The lack of context with this, i.e. the inner work, and knowing that we are always starting from different starting points in life. And this is why I talk about privilege in Hurt Healing Healed, because manifesting has always come from a place of privilege, right? And it's really important that we acknowledge that every single human being is starting out from a different point in life whether that's through race, whether that's through culture, whether that's through our lived experiences and traumatic experiences, whether that's through poverty, whether that's through chronic health and illness, Um, I can't even begin to tell you the amount of people who have messaged me having read that section in the book like thank you for seeing that and again I don't need to be thanked for that it just needs to be brought to people's attention that again these things exist and manifesting and it's not to say that anyone's luckier than anybody else it's not to say that anybody else is more worthy and deserving of anything not at all the universe is unconditional love I do not believe in any way shape or form the universe is oppressive or suppressive or the it favours one person over the other definitely not and this is where the pigeonholing of law of attraction happens where people believe that the law of attraction is the be all and end all which it's a fantastic law I mean I live and breathe it so it's definitely amazing <laughs> and it's definitely something I primarily put my focuses into but there's also six other energetic laws of the universe in total there's seven and again through Hurt Healing hills I walk you through this um you know we use the law of polarity a lot in my teachings, in what I share. Um, you know, there's all the other laws as well and a little bit of law of assumption as well. So at the end of the day, how can we just pigeonhole law of attraction manifesting when there's six other energetic laws that contribute to our existence, right? And then when you learn about that, I have got a video on my YouTube just in case people are like, what seven laws? If you type in the seven energetic laws of the universe on my YouTube, my video will come up and I explain all of them and go through how these practically play out in, you know, law of attraction teachings and how this impacts your life as well. So for instance, you know, with lucky girl syndrome, that's completely bypassing the law of polarity, which acknowledges that to create equilibrium in the universe, we must have, and I'll just use these words, this isn't the exact words, but good and bad, basically. So light, dark, yin, yang, um, summer, winter, masculine, feminine, the polarities, right? So when you have those polarities, we get to experience the full expression of life, whether that's a bad day, to know what a good day is, um, you know, to experience sadness, to know what happiness is. So to essentially the law of polarity is having pure equilibrium in the universe is balance. So balance has to exist for equilibrium to exist. So with that balance, we must have both energies to create that balance. So if you're going by lucky girl syndrome, that completely bypasses the law of polarity because it's saying, well, that doesn't exist. I think lucky girl syndrome falls more into the law of assumption, really, if we're looking at it practically. And I think there's positives with that and there's negatives with that. And I don't think the negatives are like a bad thing. I think it's more about just having that awareness of how not to bypass the process and how not to... Um, yeah, bypass stuff yourself because you want to feel good when you're working with manifesting. You wanna feel good if you're gonna work with lucky girl syndrome. So I feel like, there will be people who watch those videos and think, well, that's not me. I do not feel like the luckiest girl in the world. And for me, for example, from a personal perspective, when I repeat that mantra, it does feel pretty good and believable, but that's because I have eight years of manifesting experience behind me. I have eight years of proof that I am lucky and things do work out for me. And of course, you know, that comes with a grateful mindset of being appreciative of all the blessings that you have in. In your life and, you know, being grateful and being appreciative for everything. So of course, gratitude falls into that mindset of, feeling lucky, being lucky, but ultimately if you are at that starting point or you are at a beginning stage of your manifesting journey or maybe you've been manifesting for years and you're like, I do not feel like the luckiest girl in the world right now, you have to honour that. You have to meet yourself with where you're at and you have to work with what you have in that space. So I think it can also create this comparison trap of, well, you know, if so-and-so on TikTok is the luckiest girl in the world, well, why do these challenging things happen to me? Challenging things are always going to happen to you. I have to, I have to break that straight away. It's always gonna happen. No matter how many affirmations, no matter how much you raise your vibes, no matter how like positive you feel, life will always keep happening. And also to take this further than the law of attraction with what I was saying of, we have to look beyond just the law of attraction. We also have other spiritual laws at play here. You know, things like karma, things like soul contracts, things like, you know, I truly believe that we come into this life choosing our experiences to embody whatever it is we're here to learn. So when you have all of that factored in, feeling like the luckiest girl alive could be,
0: Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.
1: Feel difficult for people. It could feel unbelievable. It could feel difficult. It could feel challenging. And not every single day of the year, maybe would you believe that? You might think one day when you've just had mercury retrogrades retrograde in your ass and you're like, ah, you know, you may think like, okay, (laughs) I am the luckiest girl in the world. You might, you know, feel a bit more like, this is a bit harder today. So I think we have to look at it from those different perspectives of, it's great people are talking about it. It's great people are sharing it. It is manifesting, it is law of attraction and it is really fun to work with. But if you do not feel good saying those affirmations or It doesn't feel good to just assume that everything works out for you. Like maybe that trust with the universe isn't fully there yet for you. That's an invitation for that inner work to be done. So I'm sharing this not to bring it down because I still think it is fantastic, but I'm sharing it in case you're watching this, or you're watching the lucky girl syndrome and you're thinking like, I just don't resonate with it. I just can't believe that. Like it's easy for them to say, but. I don't feel like that. So this is an invitation for the inner work. This is an invitation for you to dive into your beliefs and your mindset and your fears to look at what has happened in your life. Now, when you have seven to eight years of experiences behind you, like myself, it's very easy. And like to give a real tangible example of this, Um, at the moment I'm going through looking at houses and, there's been real, real big stress behind it, of course, like with but anybody buying a house, this is my first experience. So I'm like, ah. Um, but equally there is that underlying trust of like, okay, I know the score now. I know through every single thing manifesting in my life and everything I've ever wanted manifesting over these eight years, that it really does all work out for the highest good. And you know that one way or another, that house is going to come. So that has come from two aspects. That's come from my inner work around belief and trust and trust in myself, trust in the universe, doing the inner work. And that's also come from lived experience through eight years of experience. So When you look at it like that, you're like, well, of course Emma's gonna have a pretty good level of belief because she teaches this. She's seen it play out in her clients and followers and all of you guys' life. I've seen it play out in my own life. I've written books about it. We know because that lived experience and results as such are there. But when you're starting out from day one, you can't compare yourself to my year seven, year eight, because you're starting from day one. In seven, eight years time, you're going to be like, yes, Emma, I'm totally on the same level. Yes, true believers, let's go. But when you are comparing your journey, your day one to somebody's year three, year five, year 10, whatever, you can't compare that. Because that person is going to have a stronger level of belief because they've hopefully done the inner work. They've probably gone through a few experiences that have up-leveled their mindset and really helped them to lean into that trust. But also they have lived experience through trust. So belief is built through two aspects. It's built through lived experience and results and it's built through your mindset and your belief patterns. So that is always so important to remember so that you're not sat comparing yourself to, and it's like with business, isn't it? When people are like, oh, but that person has so many followers or that person has so much success but you're comparing your day one to someone's like year 10. Um, And they always say like, you know, it takes, was it 10 years? to like really create like something like your year 10 in business will be like the biggest expansive, I don't know, there's like some quote that I've read about this before. Maybe someone can send me the correct quote. I'm paraphrasing badly here, but um, you know, about like your year 10 is going to be like this huge success in business, but that's 10 years. So what you think is an overnight success is actually 10 years in the making. I think that's more of the actual quote. So I know that's about business and I know that's about like career, but apply that to manifesting too of it may look like people on TikTok or Instagram or whoever have these overnight successes of manifestation that they just like fully step in and they're like, I've just manifested 10K. I've just manifested a dream house. I've just manifested a Lamborghini. I've just manifested lucky girl syndrome, whatever. But you haven't seen the 10 years of work behind that right? So it's easy for you to be like, well, I'm not at that stage. I'm not the luckiest girl in the world yet. I'm not like manifesting all those things. But there's eight billion people on the planet. Not every single person can have the exact same results as another person because our beliefs, our mindset, our childhood experiences, our starting points in life are all Going to be different. So it's really important that we acknowledge and accept and have awareness over that starting point in life because then you remove that need for comparison. You remove that want to compare your journey to somebody else's because everybody's traumas are different. Everybody's childhood experiences are different. Everybody, you know, is born into different cultures, born into different societal. You know, they're born into lots of really different things, different experiences, different karmic lessons, different soul contracts. I could go on for hours about this. And the one thing that I think manifesting does bypass sometimes is the acknowledgement that we are not all starting out at the same place, but that does not mean you have to stay there. And that does not mean that has to be your final destination. The complete opposite. The law of attraction is an energy of the universe and the deep core essence of manifesting in the universe is unconditional love. Unlimited abundance and unlimited unconditional love. The universe is unlimited, right? So... We need to remember that when we're starting out of, okay, I may be starting out in a different place to Emma, that girl off TikTok or whoever, but that doesn't mean it has to be my final destination. My journey may look different to Emma's. My journey may look different to that girl on TikTok, but ultimately it's my journey and my journey is beautiful too. And if you want to work on the mindset around lucky girl syndrome, that's also a great thing to do as well, to be like, okay, how can I feel like the luckiest girl in the world? I want you to repeat this affirmation to yourself. This is the affirmation that they're using on TikTok. I'm the luckiest girl in the world. Everything is always working out for me. So repeat that to yourself now. And now rate that on a scale of one to 10, one being I do not believe that and 10 being like, hell yes, I fully believe that, rate it. And now that you have your score, I want you to then work on that. So if it's a six or above, fantastic. You are able to work with that um, affirmation that's gonna feel good. And I recommend working with it daily, like just say it daily and work with it and see what happens. If it's a six or below, we need to simplify it. So I want you to simplify that affirmation in a way that feels good to you. Maybe it's getting rid of the, I'm the luckiest girl in the world. Maybe it's just repeating, everything is always working out for me. And maybe that feels like a six or a seven or above. And if it does, then work with that one until it's a nine or 10 and then upgrade the affirmation. If you wanna know why I'm saying this, I've done a video on my YouTube all about why your affirmations aren't working for you. And I explain the whole thought process behind why we simplify affirmations if there are six or below on that belief scale. But ultimately to manifest and manifest affirmations and feel good when we're saying them, they have to be at a certain level of belief to manifest. A lot of the time people will say affirmations or say mantras like that with like a two on the belief scale and then feel so bad, but they're saying it every day and they see no results. And then they get frustrated that they're not seeing those results. In order for stuff to manifest, you have to have a certain level of belief there you know, primarily from the get-go. So that's why I always say simplify it, break it down into something that does feel better to you so that you can work with that and, you know, sustainably build up that belief because it's so important to do that, not just be like, I'm going in all guns blazing, let's go, woohoo! you know, you've got to build up to that. As I've been saying, that belief is two aspects, the belief of mindset, which you can do with that affirmation and also the lived experience and trust that comes with actually manifesting stuff over, a period of time as well but bringing that luckiness into your life then well gratitude is a fantastic way to do that. If you're like, okay, I kind of like do believe I am lucky because I may, you know, hopefully you're gonna be practicing gratitude anyway. If if you've read my books, if you're part of the membership, if you're a long-term listener, hopefully you're gonna be a, a regular to a gratitude practice. But even if you're not, even if you're new, that's absolutely fine as well. But I really want you to get into the attitude of gratitude here of, You are lucky for so many reasons. And even if your manifestations aren't here yet, you're breathing. Your lungs, your heart, your beautiful body is helping you to be alive right now without you even having to think about it. And how lucky are you to be breathing right now? How lucky are you to be listening to this podcast, being alive, being, you know, breathing? hopefully happy and healthy or as healthy as you can be. You have a beautiful body. You have hopefully a lovely room and house over your head or a flat, you know, a home around you. You are hopefully listening to this on the way or from work or maybe on of an evening when you've got downtime. So what a lucky thing to do. You have a job, you have a home, you have time. You have time in your life to listen to this. How lucky are you? How lucky are you? to be able to use your voice, to be able to see through your eyes, the beauty of this world? How lucky are you to be able to taste the amazing things, the food and chocolate and all the best things in life? How lucky are you to be able to stroke your pet, your dog, your cat right now and have them near you? How lucky are you to have discovered the law of attraction and to, you know, be changing your life, be making those changes to cultivate a beautiful mindset? How lucky are you? So actually lucky girl syndrome, when you take it down to that real juicy, deep gratitude level, we're all very lucky. We are all very lucky. But how we define luck and how we define how lucky we feel is based upon those superficial factors, right? Of, well, I don't have that yet, or I don't have as much money as that person, or I don't have as much success as that person, or I don't have these milestones in my life right now that I think I need, or I don't have that thing. Being lucky is not manifesting anything. (laughs) There we go. Being lucky is not about manifesting anything. Being lucky is a way of life. Being lucky is a mindset. Being lucky is an attitude of gratitude. So if you wanna really like easily incorporate this lucky girl syndrome into your life, Don't just look at the shit you've manifested. Look at the stuff that exists in the day-to-day life without manifestation. Look at the stuff you have as a given. Look at the stuff you have had throughout your whole life. So if you are someone who is like, I really need to work on this lucky girl mindset, um, and obviously lucky girl is the term used if you wanna do like lucky queen or lucky person, whatever, like, you know, use the phrase and term that most feels good to you. But ultimately... Go throughout your life and look at the blessings, look at the universe, how it's always supported you when you have needed it. And it's so true of like, no matter how dire a situation has been, no matter how bad something felt or no matter what happened in life, something always comes through. Something always supports us. And somehow, some way. We up level, we move through that challenge. Even if we felt like it literally was the death of us, like a rebirth, a falling away of a whole life, like the tower card in tarot kind of vibes of like everything falls away. Like something was rebuilt from that, right? So even in our challenges, even in our hardest times in life, there is an opportunity to see an opportunity there, an opportunity for growth, an opportunity for healing, an opportunity for love, an opportunity for whatever it is, right? Only you can answer what the opportunity is there. Not always will we be able to find a blessing or a lesson straight away in every situation because sometimes time needs to have passed for us to see hindsight, for us to see the whole picture, right? But there's always an opportunity. There's an opportunity for rest. There's an opportunity for healing, feeling in every given moment of every situation that happens to us. So start looking for the opportunities, start looking at the ways you've been supported throughout your life from the universe and look at how lucky you are. Not in a stuff way, not in a what you've manifested way, in a, I am so lucky to be sat in my office right now with all of you amazing people listening, with a beautiful blue sky outside my window, in my lovely home that I've lived in for six years that I love so much, How lucky am I? How lucky am I to run my own business? How lucky am I to be sat here on a Monday at 12pm recording a podcast all about the things I freaking love? How lucky am I? So again, that's like a whole different range of stuff there. But How lucky am I to be looking at the blue sky right now? That's not a thing I've manifested. That's not a thing that is, you know, something I can get. It's just there. The blue sky exists whether I'm here or not, you know? Well, not always. Sometimes it's cloudy and rainy here, especially in England. But um, you get my drift here of not everything that we express gratitude for or feel lucky about has to be something we've manifested. And I think we forget that sometimes. I think we get so caught up in the materialistic side of manifesting that we forget that manifesting is a feeling experience. Manifesting is all about feeling, all about emotions, and all about how you feel on the inside reflects in your outer experience. So. If you wanna get lucky, repeat the mantra, have a look at lucky girl syndrome. And I do think it is really positive, but I think the lack of context behind it is what confuses people. When you've got such small snippets of people's attention and you know, you need to keep videos to 30 seconds. You, This podcast is 35 minutes long. Um, that wouldn't do very well on TikTok, would it? They wouldn't even allow me to upload this to TikTok. So you have to look at it of like, manifesting is so much deeper than just what TikTok is showing you. Um, and I think that can be negative because then people get confused why it doesn't work for them or people get confused why they don't feel like the luckiest girl in the world to start off with. So that's why I felt really cool to share this podcast, to highlight how great and fun it is as a manifesting experience if you're seeing it and you're like what is this but also to be like actually where can we shed some more awareness and information on stuff how can we go deeper with this how do we actually get to the core essence of manifesting to manifest effectively with you know cool stuff like this like lucky girl syndrome like the law of assumption like with anything right so I want you to go away and try it if you feel cool to. if you're like this sounds really fun I want to give it a go give it a go, try the mantra out, simplify it if need be, and really look at, maybe make a list today of how you are the luckiest person. Maybe it doesn't feel good to put the luckiest girl in the world right now. Um, If it does, please do, I invite you to do that. But maybe you could just write reasons why I'm lucky and then write down things that you have around you right now that are a given, like your health, your body, your eyesight, your breath, your clear vision, your sense of touch, your sense of taste, um, the home around you, like really go deep with it and think about why you are lucky. Um, And maybe if you don't even want to use the word lucky, you could even change that to why I'm appreciative or why I'm blessed or why, um, you know, whatever. I think at the end of the day, another thing to always consider with manifesting, which I really want to leave this podcast with, is that The reason why the statement of I'm the luckiest girl in the world can feel icky is because manifesting as a collective experience. And that's not to say don't use that term, because again, it's what works for you, it's what feels good, and it's how you resonate with that. But from my perspective, I feel like, well, actually, we're all the luckiest people in the world because we are one, that is the true essence of manifesting and spirituality, that oneness. So actually how can my manifestations positively impact the collective too? It's not just about what I can get or what you can get, it's about how that manifestation positively brings more abundance into the community, into the world, into the collective too. So don't just think about what you can get out of something This is the true secret and essence of manifesting. What is your why? Why do you want that thing? And what are you gonna use that thing for? So if you're manifesting money, what are you gonna spend that money on? Get really specific with it. And how is that money, we'll use that as an example, how is that money going to positively impact the collective, not just you? So when you take yourself out of what I can get out of something mindset into actually this manifestation is gonna help not only me, but actually like, you know, my loved ones around me or like a small business or whatever it is, whatever you identify that collective um, positive is, you then take yourself out of, I don't wanna say ego, but that oneness of like, you know, oh, it's just about me, it's what I can get. And then you shift it into actually like, this is the feeling behind it. This is the feeling it's going to create, and the energy it's going to ripple out into the world by having this manifestation. So the more you can selflessly manifest, um, and I don't mean that that manifesting selfish, not at all. We all have wants and we all have needs, and they are so valid and like absolutely manifest them. Yes, but ultimately, like we all have needs and wants, and that's important to honor them. But equally, when you think about it, of how that impacts the collective. You have so much more fun with manifesting. And when I do this, and I do it with every manifestation now, things manifest with ease because I'm not just thinking about myself. I'm thinking about the collective and I'm thinking about other people. And it's not just then about my ego and what my ego or inner critic, inner child wants. It's actually what is the most aligned manifestation here for for everybody, for the highest good of all. So that's what I wanna leave it with of ask yourself that as well. If you are using lucky girl syndrome or you're new to manifesting, challenge yourself. What is your why and how does your manifestation your intention positively impacts the collective too. So I really hope you have enjoyed this podcast episode and diving into lucky girl syndrome. Please do let me know if you are gonna give it a go, if it works for you and whether you are feeling all the lucky vibes today. I would love, love, love to hear. But thank you so much, gorgeous souls, for listening. I appreciate all your views and likes. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget, you can also join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. But I hope you have a fantastic week, whatever you are up to. And I will see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love.